podcast, Johnson. I want answers. No. You are listening to I Want Answers. No, the podcast where guests are asked specific questions on a topic to answer immediately and without hesitation. I Want Answers. No. All right, welcome to I Want Answers. Now, this is going to be the uh, the peak podcast experience. This particular episode of this podcast. It will never get better in your life after you've listened to this episode. My guests this time are uh, magazine creator Edwin, who does Gravely Unusual magazine. And you know, I co-host the, the uh, best or possibly only episode by episode of my Vice podcast called The Vice Effect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, my longtime friend from back in grades of kindergarten, pretty much, uh, horror director, horror author, uh, horror lover, Mike Neal, did I miss hey, any? Hey. Oh, I just or, noticed that. Did you always have the, uh, the uh, Joan, was it Cornella? The artist, uh, be to your right behind you, that poster. Yeah, the, the guy who makes those really cheery, horrifying uh, things. I got I got his books. Oh, yeah, I no way. I yeah. couldn't tell if that was Rich Thomaso or what would, what that was. Oh, yeah, it's Joan, yeah, Joan Cornella. Am I pronouncing it right? He's French, I think. I think, but yeah, it looks like oh, French, uh, like Tintin style. Okay. Is it's, it's some some of it's really messed up. Actually, this is, I'll just show you because I found it real quick. My my actually my favorite one, the uh, this one here. It starts off you know homeless guy. He's something's wrong with him, and then so this guy calls for help, and then he's got a bunch of the same guy just pig piling on him. <laughs> is there dialogue? <laughs> is there any written dialogue, or is it just images? No. Oh, all oh, images. Man. And I was asking Mike if I had left out any. Uh, I said you were a lover of horror, author, and director of it. Devourer. Yeah, yep. pretty, pretty much. I've directed yeah. a bunch of stuff. There's one called uh, Drive In Horror Show that came out in 2009 that I directed. I did Infinite Santa 8000, uh, co creator on both of those, which is a cyborg Santa Claus fighting mutants and robots in the year 8000. It is a web series and a feature film, and we're working on something to pitch for a streaming series. So that would be exciting. Ooh, is yes. it Infinite Santa 8001? Nice. Uh, sure, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to find <laughs> out. But um, but yeah, and I do a lot of other stuff too. Um, I'm actually working on a an adaptation of H.P. Lovecraft's Cellophaeus uh, that had to get paused when... I, I love that short story. That's one of my favorites, man. <laughs> it's it's Such great. Such a slept-on story, man. Well, all that Dreamland stuff, like no one ever does anything with it. And, you know, we don't have any budget for it, but we live here and the stories take place here. And so we figured out a way to make it um, doable for a tiny budget, you know. So, I mean, the story itself has like all sorts of crazy crap in it and stuff. And ours is much simpler. But, um, but yeah, I'm we not were not sure if uh, Lovecraft was like at that time, like talking to Clark Ashton Smith, but it seemed like he was very influenced by Smith's. Uh, just fantasy style and you know it's even almost poetic in the way the prose kind of is pronounced in that story so yeah definitely i, I love that story that's super awesome yeah yeah they were buds he actually named a god clarkishton like um you know after him so yeah no they got i'm a huge fan of his too and you can certainly see the connection so we'll hopefully start filming that again uh august something like that and hopefully finish it soon so yeah i had a cool. feeling, had a cool. feeling you, you two would mesh and here we are <laughs> uh, yeah i could talk about that stuff for days man <laughs> oh dope. yeah 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 don't even uh, want to start don't even want to start going down that road <laughs> no we have more important things to talk about <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> just, yeah. just one time yeah uh, you guys wanna, once. do you guys want to give uh, like websites or anything before we dive into it so people can look at your stuff before they hear what you have to say and be like, uh, oh my God, yeah. done? <laughs> if, if anybody wants to check out Gravel Unusual magazine, um, the most unusual illustrated magazine, uh, it is gravelunusual.bigcartel.com. We have issue three and four available right now. Um, there's got some t-shirts and then um, issue five should be coming out in the next few months when I start... Uh, finishing up the final production of it. So, yeah. You can find my stuff at driveinhorrorshow.com and infinite santa. Well, we have infinite santa.com. Just go to YouTube 
uh, slash Infinite Santa, and you know, all our stuff is there. Um, so, yeah, and if you want other things, I have an IMDb page if you feel like going there and just jumping to other you know, other various films and stuff I've worked on. So, there you go. Alrighty. Yeah. There we have it. Okay, and now the time has come. Uh, the only This is usually, uh, I ask a guest a series of questions that they answer, but the only one question asked in advance for this was uh, please recast any type of movie or anything you want using Kenny Baker and Wilford Brimley specifically from 1982 uh, in some other roles. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but my version is it's Blair from the thing. That's he's going to be like <laughs> yeah. dressed like that. No mustache. Very nonplussed about what anything. else could it be? What else? What, what else was Brimley yeah. in in 1982? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, and, and the, the quick origin of this um, so I, I do a podcast called Secret Underground Hideout and we cover a lot of movies so a uh, long time ago uh, Mike was on for he, we did the Star Wars trilogy, the original Star Wars trilogy and I think we started just cracking jokes randomly about Kenny Baker I made a joke to my friend Gark who was a co-host at the time saying that the way that Kenny Baker had launched was that they just dumped a five gallon bucket of hot dogs into the RT unit and they wouldn't let him out and he believed me briefly on that and so we just kind of ruined that and we kept just bringing up Kenny Baker and it became like an inside joke. Uh, so this is like come full circle for that. And then Edwin was on when we did the thing and I couldn't help myself but make uh, terrible sexual comments about, uh, well, like Wolverine twerking and just <laughs> just like cut scenes where he's not wearing pants. Like and it's like, it's no big deal. So yeah, uh, this somehow culminated into uh, this discussion with, uh, I'm going to call you guys specialists. Mike's the Kenny Baker specialist. Edwin's the Wolford Brimley 82 specialist. Uh, you actually also, for my Winter Weirdness video special, uh, which yeah. Mike, Mike had stuff in, but you did, Edwin also did uh, a bit where Wolford Brimley was kind of there. Uh, very, in, surreal, in the uh, very surreal. Very surreal. Dream scrape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he kept dissolving in and out a little bit. So so that's that's uh, this somehow has an origin and a reason for existing. <laughs> So I don't know how you want to start nice. it. Uh, do we all I don't know if we have lists? Who wants to go first? Someone Mike's got. Ooh, Mike's got analog. Oh, you yeah. guys both got written. Oh, everyone's getting emotional already. We haven't even started. He's he's tearing up. You guys, you go, you go. I want to. I want to see. I want to see. I'm kind of in, like I said. I was intimidated by this episode. I want to see what everyone else has to say before I reach in the bag. You know what I mean? Sure, right. sure. Well, you know, he they can both be pretty intimidating people. So. You know, that's <laughs> they're also we have to, but they're also both dead, and we are being extremely disrespectful for their corpses. But it's going to happen anyways. Or yeah. is this a, just a, a homage? You know what I mean? This is something. This is yeah, dedicated a, to them. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's done out of out of love. You know. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I'll go first. So I was thinking, you know, you think 1982. Um, I always think of ET. So I thought it would be really great if cute little Wilford Brimley was E.T. riding in the basket of the bicycle and dressing up in drag. Um, and then Kenny Baker, you know, in the kind of stunt casting, I think he'd be probably good as the bike, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> Elliot would be riding Kenny Baker and like kind of, you know, pushing his feet down and everything and feeding him hot dogs, you know, just to keep <laughs> him going. And I also thought kind of tying in with the theme that, maybe Oscar Mayer would have been the sponsor. So it wouldn't be like the whole scene with Reese's pieces. They were throwing hot dogs back and forth at each other, you know, the hot dogs floating around at one point in the air. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you, could, you could do anything with them. I mean, you know, ET is a great movie, but that that's some pretty, you know, pretty shameless product placement, I, you know, so, so. so we get, we, we get the classic scene of a silhouetted Wilford Brimley riding Kenny Baker in front of the giant moon going by. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Now, would it be a matter of a Wolf really just is like an like this infinite amount of hot dogs he pulls out of pockets to feed Kenny Baker with too? Oh, of course. Well, he's he's got mm. he's extraterrestrial. He has you know all sorts of magical powers. Oh. Just in the basket, just throwing them <laughs> out. And maybe you see a silhouette of that. A couple hot dogs yeah. flying across the moon. So yeah, it, exactly. It, you know, Elliot's like, I can't get I can't get the bike to go up, and ET's like, Don't worry about it, and throws some hot dogs in, and just <laughs> there he goes. I'm also picturing a very sick, pale, naked Wilford Brimley being surrounded by government agents in the germ suits. She's just laying there. Oh, just, but he's like, looks at, he looks at the camera. He's just like, Mondays, right? <laughs> right. Oh. The, the, the trick-or-treating part with me with uh, E.T. and the... <laughs> 
the ghost outfit. And... Instead of seeing Yoda, he would see the thing. Something yeah, the thing right. And he'd be like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, it'd be all these all these little kids and then this huge guy, you know. It would be it would be the, like the spider head, I think. That would be a good kids' Halloween costume. Oh, that would be, that'd be great. Let's see if I could talk my son into that next Halloween. <laughs> you don't want to be a skeleton again, son. That's right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a lovely start to the show. I thought you were that's good. That's good. That's good. I like that my, one. My first one might get dark, but I'm going to start later. Uh, have you both seen Dirty Dancing? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've oh, never like I'm probably ashamed of it. I've never sat down and watched the entire movie, but my mom loves that movie. So I've yeah. obviously watched that movie probably a hundred times, but never sat down and watched the whole thing with well, her. You know what I mean? It's a memorable scene. Mike, have you seen it? I haven't. And there's a good story about this. So, Ooh, side story. Uh, well, well I don't know how, how good it is, but you're it, probably aware though at the end, there's a scene where uh, Patrick Swayze has to hold up Jennifer Gray. Yeah. So I'm picturing it's Kenny Baker as Patrick Swayze in that situation. And Wilford Brimley, <laughs> But the way I have it is that he holds up in the air for 10 minutes straight with continuous applause and music. <laughs> and Kenny Baker's arms are just shaking and he's just like sweating and screaming for it to stop, but it won't stop. That's, that's my, my version of Dirty Dancing there. <laughs> I like that. That's the way that's, yeah. You know, yeah. I never I never saw it because Oakley hated it. And so I just figured, well, I'll just never so see it. Through your friend's hatred. Yeah, our friends hatred. Yeah. Oh, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna side story off of your side story because yeah, Edwin might find this uh, adorable, uh, <laughs> and anyone who's listening. Uh, back in third grade, I believe it was at a Halloween party. Uh, both of you came with some other our friends, so I had you know costumes and I don't know we did Halloween type stuff at my house, and uh, this gentleman Oakley. Uh, as a keep, keep on a third grader, he took a such a horrible, stinky shit in my bathroom that my dad had to hold the lit match over the toilet. So, <laughs> yep, that was some power right there. He's a powerful man. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you, I know, I think you still talk to him, right? Oh yeah, no, we're still yeah. good buds. Yeah. Have you brought that up at all? I probably should. I think you'd laugh Jeez. it off. Like we, we hang out pretty, you know, once, well, not during COVID, but about once a year or so. So next time we're, we're hanging out, I'll make sure to bring it up. Yes. I want to know the response, please. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. All right. <laughs> All right Edwin, you've heard ours, man. I have. Uh, okay. So I, I'm going to reach into this bag and I think, uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to like break the ice uh, with uh Mike, because I've never talked to you before, I think you'll appreciate this by the poster that I see back there. Um, you're a fan of Jaws. Um, so I uh, I watched Jaws today for the first time in probably like maybe nine years. Like sat down and watched the whole thing through. Um, uh, my son, he watched it with me. He'd never seen it before. I was like, you got to check this part out. You got to check this part out. So I started thinking, I was like, oh yeah, I have a, I have a podcast tonight. Um, so I, I said, um, what if Quint was Kenny Baker? Yeah. Um, <laughs> salty Quint of your salty Kenny Baker. Now, now get this. No, so let's think about them. They're you know the 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 great monologue that Quint talks about. Um, he's like a Captain Ahab basically. So he's sitting there and he's talking about you know you look into their eyes, you know, lifeless eyes. They're like a doll's eye. <laughs> you know, you think about Kenny Baker doing the monologue. You know, um, it's kind of hits a little closer rather than maybe how Quint would have like, you know, how Quint actually did it in the first place. Um, so not, not far from that scene about 20 minutes later, you get um, the, the shark uh, jaws breaking onto the boat um, in the last 10 minutes. Now, what if uh, jaws was, Wolfer Brimley in '82. It's like a giant Wolfer Brimley. No, no, no. Or he's in. Just, he's just in a costume, just, <laughs> like from uh, you know, like Saturday Night Live, the, yeah. the first episode of Saturday Night Live with Chevy Chase. You know, so could you uh, see his head out inside the shark's mouth? Yes, yes. So when Quint just, just is like going into into Jaws, getting ripped apart, you see <laughs> you see Wolfer Brimley's face in there, and he says, uh, you know, at the end, uh, Brody says he's like, "Smile, you son of a." And then yeah. you see, you see, finally see Wilford Brimley's face there. So, um, chunks of Wilford Brimley raining down. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's still a costume, yeah. though. It's a costume. It's. I like that. Yeah, I yeah. can. Uh, and and replace all the scenes like with uh, the shark. You know, seeing the shark uh, when you know the the raft uh, 
the mom's you know the mom's kids got there get on the raft and you just yeah. see like puddles of blood go up. You just see Wolfram Brimley's costume out there like <laughs> <laughs> dancing out there. So oh, yeah, that is good. I like that. Nice. I'm also thinking about when they were singing those songs all drunk too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they have hot dogs in there instead of drinks. So who knows? <laughs> Maybe I think they have the drinks, but there's just like a hot dog stir. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, like, yeah. They don't even notice the hot dogs, you know. You can put the celery in your uh, Bloody Mary. It's a hot dog in your whatever they're drinking. I also the uh, the first step when Quint scratches, scratches the uh, the chalkboard in his first scene. You'd hear the sound; it would pan over the chalkboard, but there'll be no one there. They have to pan, to keep keep panning down and down <laughs> and down until you see him. Because he's short, get it? <laughs> you know that, that that whole scene with Indianapolis. You know when he's telling the story, he probably have to be on the table because he's so small. And then when the shark hits, he just rolls off the table. So it's like the shark bangs against the thing. It's like ah, <laughs> a little cartoony boing. You know as he hits the wall. It really changed the whole dynamic of that movie. I mean, it would be think about recasting that. Spielberg wouldn't be Spielberg today if that was cast that way. It'd be even uh, even greater somehow. He would have yeah. won an Academy Award for that alone. And maybe did he? I don't think he did for that movie. But anyway, Academy so, Award for hiring uh, Kenny Baker. Very specific <laughs> award. Mike, back to you. Okay. Well, let's see. Okay, so I was thinking. That maybe you could do something with. Um, have you guys seen Pieces, the horror movie? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You haven't seen it, Bill? Really? I'm sorry. Oh. Well, all right. Maybe I'll. Well, I'll have to skip that one then. Um, uh, you can go. All ahead. right. Well, yeah. All right. I'll, this I'll is, try to this envision it as best as I can. Okay. Well, in in Pieces, it starts off with someone doing a jigsaw puzzle of a naked girl, and racy. Yo, quite racy. Um, and then ends up, I don't remember the exact segue, but he turns out to be some sort of, is he the the chainsaw guy? I honestly can't remember. The whole movie is kind of a blur. It was just one of those like jallos, like deep red, like you get the weird creepy scene, like the childhood trauma at the beginning. Is it that kid? Or I don't, I don't know. Like I'm always confused by it too, you know? Yeah. I mean, the tagline is you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. And um, it has some awesome chainsaw violence. But what I was thinking was the way to do it for the trauma would be it's it's a puzzle of a naked Wilford Brimley that he's putting together. And so that, of course, causes some sort of, (laughs) you know, like horrible trauma. But then later on, when whoever the killer is picks up the chainsaw, the chainsaw is actually Kenny Baker and all the blades are hot dogs. So he hits him like in the face, then leaves bruises everywhere. But they're so traumatized that they just like fall over and die. <laughs> Can I? Is Kenny Baker going to be a, an object in every one of yours, as opposed to replacing a human being? It's fine if he is. I'm just wondering. Um, possibly. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Yeah. That's an angle I didn't go with, so that's great. Well, I mean, I mean he played R2D2, so you know yeah. that that makes you, sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, is a droid a person though? Like, I mean, come on, that we should represent droids droids as being sentient in some way you know what i mean they're not just i don't know if you recall (laughs) if you recall uh an old star wars commercial for anti-smoking where uh where c-3po catches r2d2 smoke has a cigarette and he he yells at him for it and he's like well we're not human but it hurts humans but at the very end c-3po gets real emotional he's like do you do i do you think i really don't have a heart r2 and he's really sad about it yeah, that's heartbreaking. Oh my it god, I, I couldn't. Uh, I need to see that commercial. It, it was well, traumatizing. I remember feeling really, really <laughs> bad after watching. Like, I'm not smoking. Jeez, these guys are yeah. depressed. I love yeah. these two. <laughs> All right, um, my next go around here. I'm going with Top Gun. We seen Top Gun, everyone. Oh yeah. All right. So, uh, Wolf, I will really put him as as Maverick, as leading man Maverick in this. Uh, but the scene specifically that uh, there's two of them. The first one is when they're at the uh, the club and he's trying to hit on the young lady, and uh, all the rest of the Air Force fellows join in, but the rest are all Kenny Baker. It was just a bunch of Kenny <laughs> Bakers singing. You've lost that lovely feeling, loving feeling. Excuse me. And then uh, I've they had to do the volleyball scene. Just, you know, the both oh. topless playing volleyball in that montage on the beach. So I, I know. Just- 
if if, if Mike had done this one, Kenny Baker would have been the volleyball probably. <laughs> probably. Although if thinking yeah. about it, wouldn't Mickey. they be hitting the ball under the net? Like instead of over okay. it? You know, Kenny Baker would be. He'd be probably getting, <laughs> getting like really frustrated too. Everyone else is taller and can do that. And he's just, ah, just like, fuck, over and over again. <laughs> he can't do it. He starts punching them all in the nuts just because like that's <laughs> the best he can do. Because that's as high as he can reach. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see what I can pull out here. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, let's see. Okay, what about uh, Jurassic Park? Um, Brimley eighty two as Ian Malcolm. So he's like, you know, going off on those, you know, uh, chaos theory rants with the water droplet on, on her. Uh, <laughs> you know, even the scene where. Uh, you know, he takes the flare. Think about Brimley with the flare. You know, <laughs> hey, over here, over here. But he'd just be like, oh, over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the dinosaur comes after him. And then think about uh, Kenny Baker as John Hammond, of course. Um, oh. So when uh, when they come into the you know the trailer at the beginning, he's like, hey, what did you do? And it's they're looking around. They don't see anybody. And then they hear the cork pop from the champagne. And they look down and there's... Kenny Baker. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And then, you know, you know, and the thing is the being John Hammond, obviously uh, what we've seen from the series of Jurassic Park comes with a lot of tragedy, a lot of weight on your soldiers, shoulders. Um, uh, so, so maybe we should, you know, uh, take that weight from John Hammond, what we know in our reality and put it on Kenny Baker. Um, so, you know, he can take it, take it with him you know uh, i just uh i just the tragedy of jurassic park <laughs> have you guys read a lot that? of people died and you know recently. i mean yeah it's very tragic did have you guys read it yeah it's a great book yeah edwin have you read it too no no what 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 i i missed a glitch there was like a, a oh, drag sorry you, uh, sorry uh, have you read jurassic park no no it's on my list too actually oh, okay. i need to read i, won't say, uh, I, won't say I know anything about i know it. Hammond is different in um he's kind of more of an asshole I've heard in the book. He's actually in the book he is about roughly like three and a half feet tall too. It's just so it's funny that you know are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah. He's <laughs> no he, he walks around on stilts for a lot of it. That, that's actually his Achilles heel. How can you run from a raptor if you're wearing stilts? <laughs> yeah. Oh, then I'll I'll have to try to remember to have a something I want to bring up with Mike about it as to not spoil it for for Edwin, so I'll ask that later if I remember. Sounds good. Yes. All right. So back to Mike then. Okay. Well, here is one I was thinking of. I'm sure you guys have seen Basket Case. Oh yeah, long time ago. Yes. So, so here was here's what I was thinking. The obvious casting would be to have Wilfred Brimley as you know the normal guy, and then Kenny Baker as the little like Belial, the guy that stuck to him, <laughs> or was stuck to him. But what I thought was a bit of stunt casting, what if we did Wilford Brimley as Belial and then Kenny Baker was the basket? So you have to stuff <laughs> Wilford Brimley into Kenny <laughs> Baker yeah, yeah. and then the, nor- the normal guy holds him <laughs> around and it's this overstuffed Kenny Baker with like Wilford Brimley parts like popping out of him. And here's the thing, in the movie, if I remember correctly, the guy who has the basket feeds Belial hot dogs. So oh, act- I'm perfect. Oh, no, wait, no, with hamburgers. Well, some sort of barbecue-related food, and it actually works really well with what we know about Kenny Baker already. So I think this has <laughs> some is, good synergy. What is with, fact? What is true well, fact yes. about Kenny Baker? Yes, exactly. This whole thing kind of tracks well together. I like it. Now, uh, where would where would uh, Wilfred Brimley enter? Poor Kenny. Anywhere he wants, I guess. Oh. <laughs> um, there's only a couple choices. I mean, <laughs> the better question is, how's he going to get out? Yeah, obviously that's explode out of him. Just woo, and this boot just yeah, pieces everywhere. I mean, maybe Kenny Baker's stretchy. I don't know. He had a lot of hot dogs. Maybe he could just have like stretchy properties, like spandex or, or like hey. uh, yoga pants or something. I don't know. Like, uh, fun fact that we uh, that we made up, not a fact at all, is that Kenny Baker can actually, if he's submerged in lots of hot dog water, he can breathe under it. He can breathe in there like fish. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It has to be Did hot dog know? water, though. Yeah, yes. if it's regular water. Drown. No, he's done. Yeah. Nope. Hot, hot dog, dog water. water. Yeah. Can go for days. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can forever. Yeah. Well, forever days. Forever days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> All right. My next one's a quickie. Um, uh, the uh, the famous scene from Here to Eternity, making out on the beach. 
They're embraced. Water is pouring. Of course, Wolfer Brimley's on top. All is weight <laughs> on Kenny Baker. <laughs> so I thought that would be you know, a nice little classic black and white. Uh, that's it for that one. Just think about that for a sec. Let that stew in your minds. You're welcome. I I have nothing to say to that. And I, now I can't get the image out of my head. So <laughs> thanks, I guess. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like we haven't um, utilized... Uh, Brimley and Baker and like they're uh, like them together with a lot of chemistry. So um, that's why I was going to say the next one would be Bill and Ted. Uh, excellent Ooh. adventure. Um, whole movie. Not bogus. Bogus journey would work too, but I, I want them to be more like, a, I want to see them go through history. I want to see them like meet these. Um, I, I don't want to see them pitted against, you know, themselves, like with the robot version of them. I, I, that's just too much. We don't need, two Kenny Bakers and then two Brimley's defeating themselves. Although the, the, the scene where um, they slam dunk their heads in the, <laughs> that, that would be a cool scene. But anyways, back to, back to excellent adventure. Um, I want to see them, their chemistry together. So uh, like I said, uh, obviously Bill would be um, Brimley and then uh, Ted be uh, Kenny Baker. And then we, we kind of see them go through excellent adventure going through oh, time that, meeting Napoleon. So, and, yeah. You know what's a plus about that, too? A plus about that is that there'll be a little bit more room in the phone booth. That's true. Uh, yeah, there would. There would. Or would there? Or would there? Because, I mean, Wilford Brimley, I guess 82 Wilford Brimley doesn't... He, I mean, he's still, he's still a big fella. He was, you know he what was I mean? a husky so gentleman back then, too. Yeah, yeah, but maybe not perhaps as bad as his diabetes stays, so... Um, <laughs> diabetes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I would miss that, yeah. that. Yeah, that reboot. No, I would too. I mean, it's it's a vision of mine in an alternate reality. So, and now see, I'm picturing again because it's I'm thinking of Blair from the thing. Even with Wilbur Bloomy did the air guitar, he's stone faced. Yeah, guitar. yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Kenny Baker on the other hand, though, Kenny Baker would be out of his mind. Oh yeah, well he would probably <laughs> would have shown up, you know, late and just been out all night, and you know. <laughs> oh, <I'm> just... <laughs> As in life, yes. Yeah. That was sorry. I'm going to jump back again because we. I think we we tried to continue to to trick our friend Gark when we talked about the original Star Wars trilogy. And one of the things was that uh, in the uh, in one of the Battle of Endor scenes, uh, when the stormtroopers are fighting the Ewoks, uh, Kenny Baker happened to be in the background naked eating a sub in a scene. <laughs> but he didn't fall for that one. You know what he did fall for though. He fall. He fell for a product tie-in for a, a candy bar. Mike, do you remember the candy bar name? Oh, oh, it was a good one. I'm not. I can't remember. I remember it being very funny. Charleston Chewbacca. That's right. That's right. He believed that one. Yeah. He tried to defend. Well, they could have done that. No, <laughs> they no. did not. They did not do that. Okay. Enough of that jazz. All right, uh, nice. Mike. You got some more. It's going to get darker. It's going to get more awkward, I hope. Uh, are you talking to me this time? I am talking to you, yes. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I'm actually going to one that's a little obvious, but with a twist. So I know we're talking about 82 Wilfer Brimley, the thing, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking to myself, well, what could you do to that to make it even more cool and scary and kind of mysterious? What if everybody was played by Wilfer Brimley? In the thing? In the thing. <laughs> so from the very beginning, you're like, Whoa, so they're all kind of hanging out, and then one of them starts to go crazy with the axe, and they all go crazy with the axe, and they all lock themselves up in the cabin, but then like there's no one outside. Wait, so they're all doing the same thing? Yes. It's kind of like it kind of like a Mobius strip. Or not a Mobius strip. Well, oh kind God. of like a fractal of Wilford Brimley and the thing where like it just kind of starts peeling apart. And you might be asking yourself, where's Kenny Baker in this? Man, well, obviously he's the dog at the beginning. Oh yeah. He's like he's like running through the snow, like you know, trying to you know hop out of the like big deep snow and he just gets killed immediately. <laughs> is he, is he bipedal is. or is he on all fours? Is he running on all fours or is he bipedal the, like the, walking the like snow, human? The snow is so deep he's just kind of hopping out of it. Like it's just kind of you see like this the top of the snow and then pew, and then just like the top of the snow and you're making me think if he was on all fours though, if he in any situation if he's on all fours the the sound effect would be like something from the Flintstones, like <laughs> right, right. Like sound effect, yeah, like twinkle. Toes. I was thinking like uh, Looney Tunes, like you know when they uh, when 
uh, Bugs Bunny burrows underneath the ground. You see like a little like tuft, like roll oh, around yeah. in the snow or the dirt, he, and he pops out. You know, <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he pops up, what do you say? This is an Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Yeah. Even though he's running, he's running for his life from some what, Swedish people trying to shoot him. Yeah, and, and, to say that. And then they shoot him in the head. Yeah. Oh, poor Kenny. Well, at least he was a human being this time. <laughs> yes. Or, yeah, exactly. Animal. Yeah. yeah. He was a, he was an actual living yeah. thing. <laughs> oh. oh, goodness. Uh, my next one, and this is actually similar to uh, Edwin's uh, in terms of an overall movie. Uh, I would have uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Ah. I would have good one. Really, good one. You would be Dr. Frankenfurter. He would actually be dressed. You'd be in drag. You'd have to dress like the way Tim Curry did. So you got to think about that. Get that in your mind. Oh, and uh, I would make uh, Kenny Baker would be Janet in this. <laughs> so that means he would have what two, at least two or possibly three lovemaking scenes in the movie, right? Oh. <laughs> So, in, in the beginning, in the car, would he just be like sitting on a box so they could do that song together? Uh, like... you, you just see about this much of his head from the forehead up. We, we uh, you know, he was. I think he would refuse. Just, I'm doing it the way it's supposed to be done. No boxes. So that's it's the, whole I see no, it. it's the whole no boxes clause on the contract. Now, was, when I was trying to think too, I was going to try to. One of, I actually, I'm, I broke my own rule. I, I later on, I'm going to incorporate a third entity into a scene. So, but I was trying to think because I would love to see Wilford Brimley as Doctor Frankenfurter uh, kill Meatloaf's character. <clears throat> but I, I was trying to think who could play the, the Meatloaf character, who would be worthy of adding to this this uh, alternate universe weirdness. But I couldn't. I couldn't come up with anyone. I mean, I, I'd watch him kill Meatloaf too. That's not a problem, but yeah. Hmm. I don't know. If you if you if you think of something, if you're listening, leave a comment. If if you're listening, mail a letter to my home. You'll know my address somehow, and I'll be freaked out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show. There you go. I, mean, I think like at the end, Wilford Brimley, uh, he gets what shot and he falls into the water. Come on. Can you picture him? What's the song? Uh, Rose is it? Rose color my world. I think so. I always fall asleep by that point. Oh, but that's a good song. <laughs> Come on, he's don't don't dream. Picture Wolverine looking at the camera, saying, "Don't dream it, be it." <laughs> I, I don't want to think about that either. There's a lot of things in this. That I'm sorry, I heard. I'm going to attempt a deep fake of that to make you watch. I will. Watch it, I guess. <laughs> you will. You will watch it. It's only because I've known you for so long. Oh, <laughs> oh shucks. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, Edwin is up again. I can't believe I'm down to like my last two choices, but uh, I'm going to say my best for last. So um, I don't know when I came up with this one. I don't remember even writing this one down, but what if it was like seven years ago, you just happened to write it down. And it's <laughs> like, oh, it it, it might be some kind of like arrival, like time warp, like, uh, you know, uh, interstellar boring type shit. So I don't even want to get into it, but, uh, so I, I have here, I have, uh, silence of the lambs. Um, don't, like I said, don't remember writing this brimly as, um, Buffalo Bill. Um, <laughs> another, another wonderful visual. And then um, uh, Kenny Baker as uh, Hannibal Lecter. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can go through all those characters and scenes, you know, um, you know all the classic you know, Lecter parts, and then also you know think about Brimley doing the dance scene. Oh, um, picture him saying, "I'd fuck me." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And see, that comes back around to how we talked about. It's kind of like, you know, a call back to how we described Brimley during the thing, during the Secret Underground oh, Hideout episode. So um, it seems very appropriate for his behavior. So it does. Um, it does. Yeah, I am picturing him doing that. The tuck. Yeah, the, the tuck and, you know, pulling back that robe. And then you have, you know, Lecter. Think about, you know, Kenny Baker, like, Clarice is sitting there asking in that accent she has, you know, and then he comes up to, you know, the, the, the glass and then she like, can't see him and then looks down again. You know, once again, you got a <laughs> gag like that. 
<laughs> got a lot of short gags that you can throw into there, kind of give a, a humorous yeah. aspect to Sons of Lens, make it not so creepy. You know, I so. had one too. I was thinking yeah, like, yeah, oh, how that. at one point when Lecter's transferred, they have like a hand truck and he's all strapped in there because of uh, yeah. a bigger stature. It would be like the little the shopping carts that old people use, the little four wheel shopping carts. <laughs> he's just placed inside there like a cage, a rolling cage. <laughs> Right, with, yeah. like, with like a bungee cords just kind of wrapped around yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many rewrites. We, I got a lot of calls to make to uh, movie executives after this episode's over. I mean, I, I'm not against reboots, but uh, a lot of times it's like, why do it if it's just going to be the same? This is These are real reasons to do a reboot. Oh, legitimate. They're, they're, these are nothing like the original film. Money makers. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it's no-brainers, personally. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little side note, too. Have you both heard Silence the Musical? No. No. Oh, no. Oh, oh, shame. I'll, uh, these, I think it was two brothers. I think they actually do like production music, but one of their things they did, I think, to try to get in was make a thing called Silence the Musical. It's it's relatively short, but it hits all the key points, and it's fucking hilarious. So I'll, uh, I'll find it and send it to you. It's wonderful. Awesome. So that's all. Okay. All right, so it's always back to uh, back to Mike again. All right, well, let me see. Okay, so for a lot of this, I kind of looked at 1982 movies. That's kind of where I got my jumping off point. So these are all actually from 1982. Um, and one of the movies I saw there, looking through Wikipedia for inspiration, is one I never would have thought of on my own, but is actually kind of ingenious. So Tootsie. <laughs> And what, what you could, but the thing is, it's not just Dustin Hoffman. It's Wilford Brimley dressed up as Kenny Baker. Oh. So you do all that cool makeup on Kenny Baker where it's like you took Wilford Brimley and just shrunk him down and like shoved him all together. Just compressed him? Mm-hmm. And so, so it's the whole you... thing, you know, where like everyone's attitudes change once he's dressed up like him. And like, you know, he starts to find, you know, um, finds some sort of peace with his own feelings and his life gets all sorted out and all that. I haven't seen it in a while. I don't remember exactly, but I, I'm just, I'm assuming this is all that's going to happen, you know, because yeah. it seems to write itself. Honestly, it's a kind of obvious movie as far as I'm concerned. You know, I was picturing this movie getting get his knees and then put shoes on his knees to make it look like <laughs> he was short. Yeah. Right. Uh, I like that. That means that Wilford Brimley would then have Kenny Baker's lovely hands as well. Absolutely. Absolutely, and, and there'd be there'd be a scene. Um, we got to have hot dogs in there somewhere. I mean, maybe it's like, you know, he's trying to pretend to like hot dogs, even though he doesn't like hot dogs. Something like that. No, but he see that would be that's that would be uh just wrong. He he is he's all about hot dogs. You gotta even it, it's just shoehorn him in, eating hot dogs. Yeah, like, actually, just made me think of it. I'm just gonna throw one out there that the uh, meatballs, the hot dog eating contest. Ah, that's this. Kay Baker's is just like I, he's like I've made it. He yells, "I've made it!" and he just goes to town. Yeah, so. it's, it's the role he was born to play. Yeah, that's right. That was a, a quick aside. Um, I like that though. Although you're making me picture like for some reason, Wolf of Brimley like has like the skin of Kenny Baker's face, and he's like pulling it over his own head. <laughs> like he's he's murdered him, and he's he's like you know boiled the skin off of his body or something. Hey, he's wearing a Kenny Baker suit. He like yeah. cho- he like chops off his own bottom of the legs just to like make it look a little more convincing. Ooh, you know, dedication. Yeah, why not? Uh, I like it's dark. I, I, I'm gonna get dark to. Um, I'm gonna go with American Psycho next. <laughs> nice. A couple of things. Um, so I would have uh, Wolford Brimley. He would be uh, Patrick Bateman in this scenario. Oh no, no, sorry, no, no. Kenny Baker is. I'm sorry, Kenny Baker is. <laughs> Uh, solely for the scene where you get to see Kenny <laughs> Baker running down a hall naked, covered in blood with a chainsaw. And Wolfram Brimley would be the prostitute that you know, he drops it on. But you could picture that earlier in the movie. And this is where my third entity comes into play. When he, uh, when he, the first time he has the blonde prostitute at his home, then he, he hired, he has someone else come over and it's um, the third, the other prostitute would be Billy Barty. You know, bringing a fellow, you know, small person, so it's the scene like you know, it was a picture of Kenny Baker looking in the mirror, flexing with Billy Barty in front of him, just like uh <laughs> also you would also get to to witness Kenny Baker 
angrily telling one prostitute to the other, don't just look at it, eat it. (laughs) So, yes. Um, Have you both read that book? Yes, that book's nuts. Yes, I have, yes. Yes. Movie's a little different. From My favorite chapter is uh, I brought an Uzi to the gym. It's like a really short chapter, but it's just him yeah. contemplating yeah. an Uzi in his locker at the gym. I think my favorite was when he's Christmas shopping. It, it's he's like it's like two pages just out of his mind. It just made me laugh. I, I haven't read it in a while, but the thing the cat into the ATM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what is it like? It's a volcano that comes out of the middle of the street, or some kind of crazy. Um, hallucination. It's yeah, right near that, the beginning. That... <laughs> um, it, yeah, I remember. I remember reading that and being like, "How many pages does he go on about music?" Like Mariah Carey. It's like, you know, oh, um, or Whitney yeah. Houston. It's like, yeah, oh my god, like, pages about music, pages about just what everyone's wearing. It just doesn't stop. I know. It's not, I, I got to read that again. Yeah. That's a great book. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I get for that one. American Psycho. I like it. Yeah. All right, so Edwin, you got um, your last one. I uh, I actually just got like a little. No, no, I well, it is. Yeah, this would be my last one, but I got a little idea from Tootsie. Um, oh, okay. uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, have uh, <laughs> you could maybe you could interchange either one. Maybe they switch switch roles within the the movie. They're they're playing the nanny of you know Mrs. Doubtfire, but it, you know sometimes it's Kenny Baker, sometimes it's Wilford Brimley, um, but no they're both notices. playing role as uh, yeah. No one notices. There's still uh, Daniel, you know, um, <laughs> Robin Williams' character. So you know the scene where like she, you know, the the son walks in. Uh, Chris, I think is his name, walks in on him um, taking a piss, and you know f- the first part it's Kenny Baker. Then the next scene, it's Wilford Brimley, like interchanges within the same scene. So the whole time you're just like, have no fucking clue what's going on. That's why the kids are scared. They don't know what the hell's going on either. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, and it's aware you're the the cast is aware something is fucked up within the, the, like the story as well, the narrative as well. So, yeah. They said, but they can't figure it out. Something isn't right. Yeah, yeah. Something's not right. That's why the kids like, that's why the kid's got a bat. He's like, who the fuck are you? And then he's like, watch your mouth. And dad, you know, <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> every, every time we speak, we're bringing it to another level. People are going to hear this beyond, I, beyond me. And, I, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're like on a, another plane. I think at this point, hey, it's a cat. Uh, was it? Uh, yeah. Mike. It is. Man? I'm actually I'm I'm starting to run out a little bit. Um, I have three more, but I thought of a fourth. Just now. I have a, I have a couple. I thought of a couple TV shows too, and one music thing from 1982 that I found. Um, <laughs> Strictly 82, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I was going for a theme. Yeah. Um, okay, so I was thinking another movie. One of my favorite movies that came out in 1982 was Creep Show. Yes. So I thought that would be good, but here's the problem. I was really thinking, like, well, what do you do? There's so much good casting. He has so many great parts. And I thought, well, there's only two obvious places you could go. Wilford Brimley has to be the plant in the Stephen King story. There's something creeping up on you where like it's a bunch of little Wilford Brimley's just covering everything. And he like <laughs> yep. gets one on his tongue and it's bigger. And then like, you know, I'm sure there's one like, you know, in his you know, in his pants, because you don't see it, but it's gotta be in there and you know, covers the walls and everything. So I thought that was, but now I was thinking, Kenny Baker, what could he be? Well, you guys know the little Easter egg in there about the ashtray that shows up in every story? No. So, you know, that the ashtray that, um, that uh, what's her name, Bedelia kills um, her dad with in, the, in Father's Day? Mm-hmm. You know, she um, that ashtray, is a, it shows up in every single story. So Ooh. I thought that could be Kenny Baker. So, like, you know, <laughs> she, she whacks him with Kenny Baker at the beginning. But then in, like, in the, the plant one, it's, like, I think it's on his end table or something. So you just, the shot cuts over, and there's Kenny Baker, like, standing on the end table. You know, just kind of, like, no one noticed me, you know, so. It's very, very still. Yes, looks, right. As I look at the camera real quick. Right. <laughs> right. And that's one of those trivia things. was like, did you know? And everyone's like, oh, my God, I had no idea. I wasn't Kenny even paying Baker's attention. Everyone. That's right. <laughs> Oh, he's covered by Wilford Brimley's. I mean, come on. It's, you know, it's hard to. Covered in Wilford Brimley's. Yeah. 
That should be the name of a book or a song. Or oh, something. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Whoop. Gonna blow up. Oh, my God. Are we, uh, do we get to stop or we can, you got a few oh, more? No, 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 no. It's a random alarm. It's all good. Okay. Is it what? A werewolf alarm? <laughs> no, I said it's random, oh, but yeah, oh, a werewolf goodness. alarm sounds good. Uh, that means any second a werewolf could burst into that room and attack you. Yeah, or give you some werewolf snack, possibly. All right. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a positive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say the next one that I just thought of so I don't forget it. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> my voice. Poltergeist 2. We've seen Poltergeist 2. Remember the scene oh, yeah. where, uh, oh, okay, uh, Wilfred Brimley, he'd be uh, Craig T. Nelson's character. And remember when he gets drunk and he swallows what we th you think is the tequila worm. Uh, and he yep. ends up throwing up. So he'd, be, he'd throw up Kenny Baker. <laughs> <laughs> like full-size Kenny Baker? Full -size, yeah, full-size Kenny Baker. All slimy and naked and stuff. But he would, he'd still crawl away. He wouldn't get up and, and run. He'd, and he'd look back and like look like, eh. But he'd wink. So... Uh, that was that's a, qu a quickie that popped into my mind. Was that so scene. it? So like when he throws him up, would his like entire mouth just stretch? You know, uh, like and Kenny Baker kind of like kind of slides out, like giving birth through his mouth or something. Like I hadn't I hadn't put that much thought into it. I just I just thought when I saw <laughs> Wilford Brimley throwing up Kenny Baker, <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> See, I'm thinking about the actual biology of this, and I think it would grow actually because they could they just show a close up of the bottle in the, in the movie. They show the 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 worm and has an eye in it, so it would be just like a little Kenny Baker curled up in there, and his <laughs> eye would open up. So I guess he would he would get bigger. He would expand a little bit. All right. Oh, uh, I guess this is my last one. Uh, the grand finale. Uh, and this is you know this is something that uh, you can relate to, Bill. Uh, oh, Miami Vice. <laughs> Oh, Miami Vice, oh, man. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, like I, I was it, yeah. afraid that maybe you had already thought I of it. Stuck, but um, I stuck to movies. So I, I thought about them as Miami Vice, uh, but... Um, Who's who? Brimley is Tubbs, of course. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, so try to think about all the episodes, you know, going through and replace them all with um, Brimley as Tubbs. Uh, even lines, bring it down to lines, you know, uh, and then think about, well, I originally said Kenny Baker as uh, Castillo, so um, oh. but but maybe maybe I want to change it to, uh, you know, like Zito, or uh, maybe I want to change him to you know, Calderon. I, I, I don't know now. I, I don't know. You could maybe mm. plug him in anywhere you want, you know, maybe it's like a oh. Just Take like, where you want your Kenny Baker in Miami Vice. So just like in the real series, they would recast people that had a character that was killed off as someone else. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kenny Baker. Although um, I could picture him as Castillo, he would. They'd have to give him the Castillo's mustache. Yeah, maybe he can play multiple roles. He, roles. he could be Castillo, and then maybe he could be Crockett's son or something. Regina. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Sonny's love interest. <laughs> yeah, or maybe every guest uh, guest spot. For each show is Kenny Baker. Like they're like guest starring this week, Kenny Baker. Kenny as the Noog. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's you know you can pick him as anybody. Um, and he's 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 and he's in every shootout, no matter who he is. He's always, he's always getting present. killed in in the shootouts. Like you see his like body like go fly. Like <laughs> they're just shooting at him. Um, yeah. So so maybe and maybe Brimley and um. Brimley switches roles too. He could be Crockett, he could be Tubbs. It's pick who you want. You know, it's really like um, it's like your own Miami Vice. You know, with those two choose, characters, choose your own Miami Vice. I like yeah, that. with only Brimley and Kenny Baker. Did you so. consider uh, the fact that Wilford Brimley would have to affect a Jamaican accent a lot? Yeah, and that, that's that's something that came to mind. I think he could probably pull it off just as good as Tubbs could. So, which um, wasn't wasn't that great. Oh, I yeah, like that. yeah. That's, yeah. And it's picturing them like in the the, the styles too. So Brimley yeah, would have yeah. like the first four buttons of his shirt open, mm -hmm. his full suits, sweating profusely in Miami. It's hot down there, you know. It is. That's, that's nice. Maybe Kenny Baker could be Elvis too. So, um. <laughs> we, so we could have a chain around his neck and be on all laying on his stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He can barely walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's probably not not far from the truth, anyways. That's the really mean, but. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Ah, Baker Vice, Brimley Vice. 
All right. I gotta, I get a little, little. Wait. Oh no, it's Mike's turn. I'm excited. Yes. I can't wait. <laughs> so is this is this the grand finale? Have we decided? Oh no, no. I, I have three more. I'm I plan on busting them all out. Okay, I have a couple. Um, okay. Let's see. All right. I guess I'll go with this one first. So I thought maybe a good a good casting would be in Poltergeist. I thought they'd be a good fit. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Wilford Brimley would be a fabulous Carol Ann. I think he'd just be really vulnerable and sweet. The hair. <laughs> What's Carol that? Hair too. What's that? Yeah, Carol Ann's hair. Oh, of course. Yeah, he'd just be like sitting in front of the TV, but you couldn't actually see the TV. You just see the glow around him because he's so gigantic. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought he'd be great. And then I was thinking, kind of like you said with Miami Vice, I think Kenny Baker could play every ghost. Like he could play all the chairs. He could play the tree. You know, he could play like that that big white one that looks like a witch that's like this, you know. Um, oh, yes. That right? He freaked out as a kid, by the way. That that whole movie terrified. It's the first horror movie I ever saw, and I don't know why my parents thought it would be easier than Friday the 13th. Ruin my life. Ruin my life. The clown scene. Um, oh, the oh, Kenny Baker would be the clown. Of course. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, no. The clown is something that that was, yeah. Would it, Fucked would... up my life, for real. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I used to have. I've said it before. I don't know if I said it to Mike on the other podcast once. It was a little bit different. I had a, it was like a jester head on like a stick with bells on it, but I had it at that eight like when, I, when I saw Poltergeist. And so, in my genius thinking, because I didn't want to have it out after seeing the movie, I decided to put it in my closet, you know, where the <laughs> monsters are and where bad things emanate from. I can put that in my closet and forget about it, and that just made it worse. Of course. Yeah, I'm getting goosebumps. Th- I'm I'm getting goosebumps thinking about the clown scene right now from Poltergeist. Yeah, just, I don't want to arm. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Scary, scary. Yeah. Yes. Um, would Kenny Baker be the the maggots coming out of the uh, the meat? Everything. He'd also be the meat. Everything. He'd be the meat and the maggots at the same time. <laughs> yeah. He'd be, be crawling out of the himself. Dead, the just... dead bodies in the the at the end. The Ooh. dead bodies at the end. Are they all? Are they Kenny all Baker. Kenny Baker floating around? Oh, of course. I mean, well, they moved the cemetery, but they didn't move the Kenny Baker bodies. You know, they have to be popping up everywhere. You yeah. know, every ghost, every manifestation, every everything. You know, even the house when it folds in on itself. At that point, it's Kenny Baker. To... <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, uh, now I'll get into my little fun one here. Uh, Big trouble in Little China. Nice. Um, I just thought it'd be funny to have Wolver Brimley as Jack Burton. And he, he would actually be dressed. <laughs> He'd be dressed for the party. He'd have the tank top. He'd have the the hair, but just you know, just saying those like those kinds of lines, but in his nonplussed way, that would be great. But um, I would so he's in the movie the whole time. But I had Kenny Baker. He's not in it much, but I would have Kenny Baker as the guardian. <laughs> but my version of the guardian. So it's Kenny Dude, Baker and poor Kenny Baker, man. Oh yeah, yeah. You're just saying that now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it so I don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, um, no. So he would, he would be, uh, he would be hogtied, uh, and like held on a string, but someone's like you know on a stick to to hover him down, so he looks like he's floating in the scenes. And he'd be, he'd be, he'd be, uh, he'd be nude, and a bunch of eyeballs would just be drawn over his the rest of his body. <laughs> but he would be like you know. He wouldn't be a, like really a willing participant because he'd be, you know, he'd make his first appearance. He'd just look at the camera and go, "Help me!" <laughs> they, just, they just ignore that, and he actually, they'd actually really shoot at him. Instead of the eighties were him. ruthless. The eighties were ruthless with casting. So this sounds plausible. Wait, so oh yeah, as ruthless as us making these weird fantasies about these dead people, or it doesn't doesn't sound out of the ordinary. It doesn't to me. So no, no. Bill, <laughs> I have a question for you about this. Very important. Please, yes. With Wilford Brimley wearing the Jack Burton shirt, is it the same size as the oh, yeah. one? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like so pouring out of it and it, like it, just spilling out the sides. And it, it's you, know, it doesn't go all the way down to use the guts. I, I'm too much. I had a gut back then still. Oh, what yeah. about his hair? Is it is his hair the same as Jack Burton's? No, like, what else? Jack, is... oh, you got the Jack Burton hair, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. I know. I'm, I kind of said he would have the same look, but I think for this one, you have to go full. Yeah. Full. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm picturing him going down that hallway in the wheelchair, and he'd just be like, uh, instead of really being, oh, that's I'm gonna have some great dreams tonight. Yeah, with this stuff. 
I hope. Yeah, I'm mad at him saying those one-liners of Jack Burton. You know, he's like, uh, he's like, good old Jack Burton. You know what I mean? But think of it as Brimley. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That would be like exasperation first. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. So, uh, are we uh, going back to Mike now? Or I mean, I have one I thought of real quick. Um, Yes, yes, yes. We don't have to discuss it much, but just think about Tom and Jerry. Um, oh, animated! I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny Baker as obviously Tom. Um, <laughs> of course, yeah. Of course, Wolford Brimley as uh, Jerry. And think about Wolford Brimley going through those little holes, you know, <laughs> yeah, in the wall. In. And then you know, think about Kenny Baker getting his tail hit, and he's like, "Yow!" You know, <laughs> um, yeah, the Tom yell. Yeah, also, we have a lot of bumps on his head; just rise way up, like three feet above his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that's that's it. That's that's uh, that's a good one idea. Too. <laughs> I, I, I could just picture that if they decided not to go animated, they would just be wearing animal costumes with just their faces cut out. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. animals. So, yeah. Yeah. They're not <laughs> even animated, really. Like the rest of the world is animated and they do animated things, but it's kind of like Space Jam, you know? There's just, yeah, I got you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Hollywood is calling. <laughs> I had a couple, a couple TV ones just branching off a little. Um, so I thought I was, I love game shows and I'm a big fan of family feud, even though the stuff with Richard Dawson, especially watching now is unbelievably creepy. Like just <laughs> yeah. like you see a lot of the women just like, eh, I don't want to touch you, but Hey, it's cool. I still like it. It's all good. Um, I mean, I thought Wilford Brimley has to be the host, right? I mean, all those great one liners he could do with a great rapport, you know, I think he could just like kissing the ladies' hands. Yeah, right. He goes in. I think that would be be great. (laughs) And I thought Ken Baker would be really, really good as the big board. And and also maybe that like podium that they have in the middle with the two little, two little thingies, you know? (laughs) So I think, you know, do some special effects where like he's up there on the board and these things kind of rip out of his body as they're turning. And, you know, and, and then when they have the eh, it's like it's like um like someone like a cowboy with a hot poker is like <laughs> just like oh, on his Jesus. forehead. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm actually got, starting to, I'm starting to feel a little bad now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that got a lot darker than I thought it would. Yeah, that one is yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> poor fella. Yeah. He's poor also guy. he's also forced at gunpoint to sing the family food song at the end of every episode. <laughs> He's That's crying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. So I um I have a little foldy work involved in the next couple. I want to do the Exorcist. It works both Ooh. ways here. Uh, you could have both of them. Uh, I have both uh, featured at some point as Father Damien and and uh, Regan McNeil respectively. Um, so they could both they could both be. Uh, is it, is it Regan or Reagan? I don't want to mispronounce. I haven't seen it in a while. Regan, I think. Regan, yeah. Okay. So just think about it. Now really think about it. The scene, and this is there. It's just, just Regan in the scene. The uh, scene with the crucifix, which she's, where she's repeatedly bashing it into herself. They could picture either of them doing that. But I was thinking, especially for Kenny Baker, because he's British, he wouldn't just say, <laughs> he wouldn't just say, fuck me. He'd, he'd go, oi, so there's that and then there'll be a scene where uh wilford brimley he is father damien and it's it's towards the end he's trying to like literally beat the devil out of kenny baker as as regan but every time he punches there will be like a squeak toy noise because kenny baker's so (laughs) small (laughs) but in the reverse of that if kenny baker is father damien at that point and he he's like take me instead and so he does and so first off, Kenny Baker, he's he, he can't quite jump out the window, so he has to he's like fumbling to try to climb find a way up there because he's, <laughs> he's short. And he just actually just like he gets ten he gets ten fingers from Wilford Brimley at the window. And as he tumbles down the stairs again, just the, the squeak toy noise every with every impact on the way down. So yeah. Exorcist redux. That's excellent. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing I think I laughed about the most when I, th- I think I was driving when I thought about the uh, the crucifix stuff. And so as someone's like, why is that person laughing so weirdly about something if they drove by me? And then you explained it and they sped off immediately. Yeah, actually, I chased them down to explain it to them. <laughs> that's right. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Just wait. Hear me out. Going back to uh, are you are you are you spent, Edwin? Unless something else inspires you. Um, Actually, the Godfather, I'm... the Godfather, maybe. Uh... <laughs> yeah, be on the hot seat. Yeah, and Which... Kenny Baker's a Tommy Gun in the Godfather. So does he shoot hot dogs like a few? Yeah, like, that would be awesome. If it was like all hot dogs just blowing up the car and. <laughs> It would now would uh, Wilfred Miller be James Con in that situation? No, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be James Con. No, no, you just put him as Vito at Corleone. You oh. just have him do you know the good parts, the anything that he would just totally replace uh, uh, Marlon Brando. So okay, oh, and, 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 and and all of reality. So anything Marlon Brando did after that too, that's just put Wilfred Miller in there. Superman's dad. Yeah, uh, on the waterfront. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, the uh, streetcar named Desire. Just put Will for Brimley in there. So I like that. Some of those, probably, <laughs> some of those actually might make a little sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apocalypse Now. That could yeah, work. Yeah, that could yeah. actually work. Change his career, man. Turn yeah, it around. Seriously. Yeah. All right, Mike. All right. So this is my grand finale. Um. So it's a show I used to watch a lot in reruns. I loved it. Three's Company. I yes. mean, come on. I used so. To watch it. It was great, even though I didn't get almost any of the um, innuendos when I was younger, like at all. I still thought it was, it was great. It was any sitcom until I was like fourteen. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Then I was like, "Wait, did this always have this stuff?" Like, yeah. you know, what you the girls, wait, Lynch is a whore. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. No, I can watch the show in a new way now. Yeah. Um, so I thought the obvious casting as Wilford Brimley is Jack. I mean, he has to be. Right. But then I was thinking, well, Kenny Baker, this is really important casting because it's such an iconic show. You got to get it right. I thought he has to be his nut hugger shorts. Oh, <laughs> he's just like wrapped around his crotch. Cling out for dear life. Yeah, pretty much with the absolute horrified look on his face because that's not a good place to be. And then whenever Jack, you know, he comes in and like, whoosh, just boom, he's like, ah, you know, you just hear a little and probably the squeak, too. Like a, like a combination oh, of like a scream and then you know a little dog toy squeak from the exercise. Yeah. So, I've uh, I've just realized I actually had a uh, I used a word document for these and I had an extra one on the next page I just scrolled to so I actually have two left. Oh wow! Okay. One of them, one of them's real quick though, and it's actually just a Kenny Baker. Although I guess Wolf Rimley could be the uh, the the antagonist. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven: The New Blood, the uh, the sleeping bag scene. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so let's say Wolf Brimley is Jason in that, and then. Kenny Baker's in the sleeping bag. So, man, and, uh, poor guy, dude. And if, of course, what, what sound you're going to hear when he hits the tree? Squeaky <laughs> toy. <laughs> so, that's just, yeah. so, that's the quick one. Uh, but my uh, this is my finale. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with 300 for my finale. Oh, all right. So, there's two two parts to this one. So, Wilfred Brimley, he is uh, Leon, Leonidas in this. So I just picture him dressed like that. That's something. And uh, Kenny Baker is Queen Gorgo. So they're a happy couple. So I don't know if you recall the scene where before uh, Leonidas goes off to war, he and his wife, you know, they, they talk it over. And they have a very tender, slow-motion, lovemaking scene. Oh. <laughs> but there is one particular shot where Queen Gorgo is on her back, arched, and she's being thrust into in slow motion. And so you get the picture. Kenny Baker is in that situation. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling. I was like, I don't think. I think Mike's not gonna like that one. I, I'm not sure how Edwin was gonna feel about it, but yeah, I I I remember it. I did text Edwin with the idea first, and I was like, love making scenes. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so my other scene, probably even more uncomfortable. Uh, if you recall, later on in the movie, like, no, everyone's off. They're 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 fighting. And uh, this gentleman, did I put his name? Yeah, Theron. He visits Queen Gorgo, and this—he's—he's he's the one who actually—he's um, in Xerxes' pocket. Is that guy? Um, and if you recall, that he kind of forces himself upon Queen Gorgo in her bedroom. So of course he's now he's forcing himself onto uh, Kenny Baker yeah. because <laughs> Kenny Baker is Queen Gorgo. But here's the thing, you know, he—he uh, he starts from behind. So Kenny Baker in this scene. He's actually uh, at like almost, you know, he's level with face-to-face uh, -face level with Theron with his back to him. So he's just pinned against the wall as this is happening to him. So he's just, uh, he's taking it while he's stuck against the wall. And uh, 
There you go. So, <laughs> so my note that I wrote for this was that uh, you know, against wall off ground uh, goes ragdoll after initially crying. Squeak toy oh. sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that was my note for that. That's actually, you know, I'm I'm really liking the the Kenny. Now that I think about it, the the, the <laughs> Kenny Baker and Brimley love making scenes. Replace. Think about the best love making scenes in film history, like uh, Risky Business, the the train scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, think about Brimley as you know. Uh, I've inspired Edwin. Uh, <laughs> you know, think think about Brimley and and Kenny Baker. You can interchange it. It doesn't even matter at this point. Put them yeah. on the train. Take out the tangerine dream uh music and then just give it that squeaky noise and there you yeah. go maybe you know? maybe a little avant-garde jazz in the background yeah 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 you can have the, the tangerine dream just like faintly in the background maybe replace some synth sounds with the squeak you know okay so yeah well, was- which i think actually at that part it's in the air tonight um playing right before that part so just and Put in the air tonight when the drums come in, just put the squeak noise like instead of do, 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 but you know, yeah, yeah, so yeah, all right, that's fabulous. Well, I think we've all uh, we've all learned a lot tonight, and we hope you, the listener, if you actually made it to this episode, have uh, learned if you uh, if if you have a scenario you want to see Kenny Baker and and Wilford Brimley and together, almost certainly. Uh, let me know somehow. You can leave a, a comment on Instagram. Probably the best place to do it. Um, if uh, the estate of either Kenny Baker or Wilford Brimley are, have heard this, uh, I'm sorry. It was my sorry, idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I also apologize. I do love them both. Yeah, they're going to be uh, rolling in their graves for years to come from this episode once it's released. Though. Yeah. There you go. But that's it. Uh, thank you guys for. Uh, taking part in this in this journey i gotta no say journey. Yeah. <laughs> i've done a lot of podcasts i've never done one quite like this and yeah, me neither pretty, me neither pretty awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so uh i hope you guys uh hear squeak toys and have fantastic <laughs> visions in your sleep tonight don't think about the clown from poltergeist good night good, <laughs> good night i want answers no